0: welcome to the sounds familiar podcast i'm your host alex Lavely. here we're bridging the gap to find a connection in a society that can sometimes feel isolating we've all experienced our share of successes and the challenges that we faced along the way and we're here to talk about all of them along with sharing some tidbits on mental health so grab your favorite drink pop a squat and you might just hear something that sounds familiar. Hey friends, welcome back to the Sounds Familiar podcast. I'm your host, Alex Lavely, and today I have the pleasure of having my first official guest on the podcast. So I met April in August of 2021 through a community group, and I've just had the honor of watching her deal so gracefully with everything that life has thrown her way in the last year. And then on top of that, she has soared to new heights with her photography business, She is a light to everyone she meets, truly loves celebrating others, and one of the most admirable things about her is her authenticity. So I'm so excited to introduce to you all my friend, April Winery. Hi! (laughs) (laughs) Hi! (laughs) Oh, you're going to
1: make me cry off the bat. (laughs) No! Oh my gosh,
0: I totally thought, like, I should probably have some um, tissues in here. (laughs) I'll just holler at Brock and be like, oh, we did some dishes. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so glad to have you. Humble to be here, for
1: sure.
0: <laughs> uh, we were talking a little bit before, and I know this can be nerve-wracking, but I'm so excited to, like, hear about your life, and I know that you have a great but challenging story, yeah. so... I think a lot of people can relate to you and why don't you just tell us a little <laughs> bit about like growing up and what your life has been like?
1: Yeah, well first of all, I think I told you this when you messaged me that I have prayed for this moment and knew that somebody somewhere was going to ask me to share my story and I didn't know if that was going to be an answered prayer in a year or a few years, but Praise God! It was only praying for for a few months, Um, and so again, yes, truly humbled to be here. Um, I am from Tuscaloosa, born, raised, and have yet to leave. (laughs) Um, I love this town, but also know that I feel very called to leave at some point in my life, and I don't know when. But obviously, trusting the Lord in that. I have a brother. He is 22. Um, We have joked before that we are twins and have convinced his soccer coach once that we were twins. Oh really? (laughs) Um, Because he is over six feet tall and I'm 5'2".
0: You do look similar though.
1: We do. We do.
0: (laughs) So you went to college here. Yes. In Tuscaloosa at the University of Alabama. Yes. And you studied what?
1: I studied Spanish. So in high school, um, my mom did not give me the option to choose Spanish or French. And so I chose Spanish through her. Um, And that first year in my 10th grade year is when we had the tornado in Tuscaloosa. And so um, that following summer our church decided to go out and have kind of vacation Bible school in the communities instead of asking people to come here. And so, yes, I'd only had one year of high school Spanish and they were like, okay, like anyone who speaks Spanish. And I was like, nope, not me. And my mom was like, yes, that is you. And that's where you're going. And I was like, okay, cool. So I went and there were two girls. One's name was Lupita and the other was Estrella. And I truly felt the Lord speak through me, um, in Spanish and now knowing what I know in Spanish I'm like, yeah grammatically I had no idea what I was saying. But that is the one time that I truly felt the Lord speak through me. Um and it was just something simple as like, hey say I Jesus loves me for a sticker. But something so simple I was like, wow, okay, I know Spanish will be somehow part of my life and so that's why I studied in college. Um
0: That's amazing because so I come from a Hispanic family, yeah.
1: but I don't speak Spanish at all.
0: <laughs> so most people when they meet me, you know, and my maiden name is Sanchez, but they would be like talking to me in Spanish. and I'm like, I
1: don't, I don't know. So <laughs> no I say.
0: think, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but I think like when we met, that was one of the first things I knew about you is that yeah. you spoke Spanish. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Because at the time you were not doing what you're doing
1: now. No. (laughs) I was teaching. Yes. So I majored in Spanish. And then um, I taught at the school that I went to, which was really neat. Um, And I taught elementary Spanish. So four year olds through fifth graders, Um, which some people are like, Oh, man, I'm like, No, it's great. (laughs) Because I just soak it up. um, And also just the freedom to let them have the freedom to speak and to learn, um, whether that is through talking or playing games um, with bears. That was their favorite game. We had Osos, and they were so excited when I brought the Osos. So it was really neat not only to do that, but to then be like, hey, like, yes, you're learning Spanish when you're five years old, but you can use this at the grocery store. You can use this when you go to a Mexican restaurant. And so the influence was so easy with them because – Little kids believe everything you say. <laughs> and they're like little sponges
0: too. Yes. So I feel like I mean, I wish I would have learned when I was younger cuz I I took Spanish in high school, but I know nothing. So
1: <laughs> that is most people now. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, so like as a kid, I think, you know, it's just like, "Oh wow, you learn so quickly." Yeah. But you and also then they forget have you to teach. <laughs> so that's
1: awesome. Oh. Have you have you like used Spanish much? Um, yes. So in January, I went um, to Orlando and believe it or not, the flight attendant did not speak Spanish. Um, and so I was sitting in between two people on the airplane and um, they're passing out snacks. And you would think like someone would know how to say agua or any word like that. And the guy next to me and the flight attendant were just, they were not going to be able to communicate. And so I just stepped up and like communicated for them. And it was so sweet because the guy was like, gracias. And I was like, De nada. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's me. It's very much when I travel a lot. Um, even when I went through security last month, I had a family in Miami and was it in Miami or Georgia or something. But they were t- trying to tell the family that they could come through as a unit through TSA and they were like, we speak Spanish and we don't know what you're saying. And I was like, okay,
0: here we go. Yeah, so what, how cool is that though? That you yeah. get to use that skill, even though you're not using it every day like you yeah. were in teaching.
1: <laughs> it's um, awesome. It, it makes me really remember to keep my head on a swivel. Like, okay, like, yes, I'm moving forward in whatever I'm doing, but like, there's so many people around me and like yeah, it's just as simple as translating for water or (laughs) peanuts on an airplane. Like you just never know. So it's really neat.
0: And then the Lord uses you. He does. He does. So, So, um, you don't teach anymore. Instead, I kind of alluded to the fact that you have your own (laughs) business. So tell us about how you transitioned.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of funny because I feel like a lot of, Things in my life take very serious events in the world to transition to. Um, So, point being the tornado and leading back to Spanish and teaching. Um, But during the pandemic is kind of when I had felt the Lord pressing that, like, maybe this wasn't forever, Um, which was kind of confusing because teaching was such a big desire of my heart and it still is a passion. But at the same time, I think the Lord can give us different passions for different seasons of life. And like, they're still very much usable. And so I kind of felt like that's what was happening. Um, which was kind of scary, especially in the unknown, but I didn't know exactly when the trigger was supposed to be pulled. And I was like, okay, is the pandemic the answer? And then I had asked some people and they are like, I really don't think this is when you're supposed to pull out of teaching. And I was like, okay, cool. So I had set some criteria on myself, um, that of being married and when that was coming into play I was like okay like the Lord is answering that um and yes things have changed but I feel like still everything leads to where the Lord wants it and so even if it takes different series of unfortunate events um the Lord is still pushing me where he wants me even if I don't understand that and so yeah I walked in to 2021 to 2022 knowing that that was going to be my last year of teaching in August, um, and it wasn't really told a lot <laughs> because I just wanted to make sure that I was trusting the Lord and everything, and so, um, yeah, I told them at the end of the school year, hey, this is where the Lord is leading me, and the beautiful thing is that they all were like, yes, that's what you were called to do, like, we see that in you, and I was like, wow, to have a faculty that like believes that in me and like they're not mad that I'm leaving yes they're sad and they I've had teachers reach out to me and students and stuff but like they all believed in me and I I think that's really beautiful too
0: yeah that's so cool that you had that support system yeah because I think so often people when they're leaving their job it can be that much more difficult because the people you know there's animosity or they're just like really disappointed which is fine it's fine to be disappointed (laughs) but um just so proud of you for taking that step. Yeah. Um, so, in getting all of your ducks in a row for that, <laughs> um, something's came up. Something's happened for you. Yeah. Um, so, what was that like walking through that and also trying to
1: take this huge like step, this leap of faith yeah. to have your own business? I think it it truly took a lot of faith. Um, there's so much that I look back on, and I don't remember a lot of it because I think I was just trying to make it to the next day. Um, and I think that really explains when the Lord gives you enough grace for today, and so we don't have to worry about tomorrow. And I think I truly was living that out day to day because I didn't know what the next day looked like. Um, And so, yeah, I started that school year in August, um, and things were great. And then in October, things kind of just fell apart a little bit, slowly but surely. And it's one thing of, yeah, I taught at a Christian school. And so here I am trying to make sure that, like, my life is looking like the light of, in love of Jesus. Um, but I'm going home and, like, there's absolute destruction and I don't know how to live both lives. And so um, I'm really thankful for those around me. And so um, we can
0: talk a little bit about, like, what, what that – was for you yeah. because I mean we're kind of alluding to it but our listeners don't fully know and yeah. it's your story so I want you to be able to share it as much or as little as you want to yeah. and as you're comfortable with yeah so you so we actually met in a small group yes for married couples we did in August yes <laughs> which you said you know like at that time everything right. was good. Yes. um and then I just remember not hearing from you or seeing yeah. you around and then we kind of connected in december yeah. of 2021 Yeah, so a year ago from now yeah so it's been a year and it's it's crazy to like think it's been so long and i'm sure for you it has felt so long yeah um but what has that year been like for you
1: yeah so yes to give people a backstory i was engaged i got engaged in december of 2020 Um, and we had a year and a half long engagement that we had planned for. And so then, yes, in December of 2021, um, we decided to no longer get married. Um, and so, yeah, it's been a long year, especially as I relive dates of things that had happened, especially in that fall season. Um, it's weird to think about, like, I had no idea what the next day looked like. I had no idea what was coming that next week, but I think, the Lord truly did prepare me, and so even something as small as, well, quite large (laughs) of making the decision before I had entered that school year that that was going to be my last school year, that, hey, there was going to be this beautiful thing that I get to do my business full time. Like, he already had that planned. He already had that fully instilled in my heart and my brain that, like, okay, like, this is what's coming despite what the school year was gonna hold, and so I think the Lord deserves to have that glory in that because he knew what I was going to walk into. He, but I had no idea. Um, and so to, even just to see that, like, I'm so thankful. Like, yes, every day has been hard. There's weeks that are hard. Um, nights are really hard because I live by myself. And so, I feel that, but I also can remember in those moments, like there's purpose in my pain. Um, and again, like there's grace for every single day. I don't have to worry about tomorrow what tomorrow looks like, because like the Lord's given me today, and like that's a gift in itself. And so um, yeah, the last year has been really difficult, but I think it's also been that part of my story that like, hey, like, there is joy in the Lord, and like the joy of the Lord is my strength. And if I can be confident in that alone, then, okay. He gets the glory for that completely. You know,
0: you've had a lot of success in your business and, and taking this step of faith away from teaching. Yeah. But you've also had to deal with these really hard things at the same time. And I just think it's so admirable because the the darkness doesn't, like, take over the light, right? The light still shines in these successes that you've had. And all you said all the glory goes to God. And it's just, like, you can see the way that he's worked in your life when probably for a lot of other people it wouldn't have looked that way because they don't have the faith that you have or you know they can just easily get swept up Mm -hmm. um and I speak from experience when I say that because I don't think if I was in your shoes that I could have that much grace to like the Lord's got the next day you know because I have so much anxiety just in my (laughs) life of like well, what does next week look like? And what about a year from now? Yeah. All this stuff? <laughs> so I just love that about you, that you are just always looking to the Lord and just reminding others too, yeah. that like, I don't have it all figured <laughs> out, but I know who does.
1: Yes, 100%.
0: <laughs> I know that doesn't take away the disappointment yeah. that you've been through and that you've had in various, I mean, it's all one season, but there's been kind of like, just like all these little Pies <laughs> in <those. laughs> So, um, Can you talk about what it has been like for you to accept your new reality? Because this isn't what you had pictured (laughs) in December of 2020 when you
1: got engaged. No. Or maybe even last year at this time. Yeah. Yeah. And I tell people all the time because my parents had me when they were 21 and 20. Like I was already have kids when I was 21. Like that was just such a picture that I painted for myself. Um, And even being a wedding photographer, I get to see people get married and on their best days um, almost every single weekend, which is great. And it's a joy and I truly do love celebrating them. And so it does not interfere with my passion at all. It does not change that I love being a wedding photographer, but it is hard. Um, Having to buy a house by myself, having to watch two people closest to me and my family get engaged literally within half a year of me breaking off my engagement. And so it's very easy for me to get down on myself and let disappointment completely distract me from my purpose, but that's not the point of it. And so I have really learned that your community is probably the most important part of your walk on a day-to-day basis and I have heard that my whole life and like even like when you're in high school and middle school people will tell you your friends are gonna shape you (laughs) like truly (laughs) um and you believe that but you're like okay yeah but like I still make my own choices um but I saw something and it was talking about how in Mark 2 that um a man was healed because of his friend's faith and it'll get me every time because it's like wow like he was healed physically because his friends prayed for him. And so I think about, um, like times when I went to therapy for the first time and I had a friend who knew exactly the time of my appointment and she texted me before, um, and was telling me how proud she was that like, I finally got to take that step because she knew that I was, it was really hard for me to do that. Or, friends who text me and I put up my Christmas tree by myself because they're so proud of me or friends who have randomly called me and just listened to me cry or asked me, hey, have you eaten today? Have you eaten this week? Or like, what have you eaten? And so, um, as much as it's so easy to, yeah, sit on my couch in my house by myself, um, and silence is very common now, um, and let all of that disappointment and hurt distract me, I have learned that, like, hey, like, in those moments, you have to pick up the phone and call somebody or you have to go out of your house um, and let creation speak to you because otherwise, like, it is going to distract you and it is going to hurt you. Um, and, yeah, reality looks way different. Um, but I think that the reality that the Lord already knew this was coming he already had this plan for me. He already. We have the free will, but like he knows the choices we're already going to make and so um I think yeah, I've just really learned like hey, your community is important. So.
0: Yes, so good. Um I've definitely been in situations where it's like isolation feels like it would heal and like you don't really want to Well, for me it's like I don't want to be a burden on anybody. Yeah. And I don't know if that it's like that yeah. for you, but It's the moments that you need the community the most that it's like, it's also the hardest time to be like, oh, I don't feel like getting dressed. I don't feel like going out. Um, (laughs) But like, you're so glad that you did in those moments too because you're like, oh, thank God I'm not sitting on the couch crying again. Yeah. Because I've definitely been there before. (laughs) Um, And then I'm kind of wondering, so... We kind of talked about you've grown up in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of new to the South. <laughs> so for our listeners, we, we live in the deep South. Yes. And we're, we're both Christian and faith is really important to you as we've been talking about. Yeah. But in both of those cultures, I feel like it's normal to like get married so young. Yes. We're going to get married and we're going to have kids and like, it's all going to look a certain way by the time you're like 25 or something. I was like 24 when I moved to Auburn Mm -hmm. and I was single and I was like, I don't know anybody (laughs) and I'm just single and everyone's married. Yes. Um, So what has that been like for you? Because, and we you grew up in this culture. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure that helped shape your expectations. Yes that failed (laughs) it didn't fail
1: there's just a better plan yes I say that jokingly um it is it's very hard because even when I ask friends who live in other cities and they they want me in their city so that they could help support me and love me and I do feel called again to stay where I am Um, but it's hard because yeah, I do not know many people my age who are single and so they all have their husbands and I'm like, I really am happy for you, but I also really would love to hang out with you by myself. Um, and so yeah, just knowing that that is culture and yeah, believing that I wanted to go ahead and have babies at 21 and yeah watching my parents do that now watching my brother be way younger than me and he's about to get married and like okay yeah they could have kids too and that's great but also remembering that the bible says that like marriage is a gift and like it's not 100 percent guaranteed and so I as much as I want to be married as much as I desire to be a wife and to be a mom and to have babies um I have to remember that like the Lord does not promise that to me. Um, Not that he neglects the desires of my heart, but like now is not the time for that. And so I think that's what I've had to cling to because otherwise, yeah, it's just a distraction and a disappointment that's going to pull me from my purpose. Hey,
0: it's me, Alex. I'm just popping in to give you a break from the current episode to remind you that your story matters. If you have something you'd like to share on the podcast, feel free to check the show notes for a link and don't be afraid to reach out. Also, if you are enjoying the show and want to stay up to date on all things familiar, follow us on Instagram at soundsfamiliar.pod. That's S-O-U-N-D-S-F-A-M. I-L-I-A-R dot P-O-D. Now back to the show. When you kind of took a step away from that relationship, you ultimately chose yourself, which knowing you, I know is hard because you wanted it to work so bad and you literally did all of the things in your power to make it work. Yeah. And how was that? Like, what was that like for you to just relinquish... Control that you had?
1: I think, first of all, it's hard because, yeah, I literally just gave up my desire to be a wife and a mom. And having those talks of, oh, yeah, we'll wait a year and then we'll start trying, and knowing that, like, okay, I'm going to make this decision and all of that is gone and it's not up to me anymore. Or, yeah, I could have stayed and, like, yeah, great, wife, mom, cool. That's what I got. That's what I wanted. Like, that's not what the Lord wanted for me. Um, and so I had a random Wednesday wedding that year, um, and I'd already been staying with my mom for two weeks. And I remember texting my mom when I left that wedding, and I was like, hey, can I call you? And she said, yeah. And so I called her, and I was like, I know what I'm supposed to do. And everything in me does not want to do it because I love him, because I care about him deeply, because I want what's best and not even putting it on myself anymore. Like I want to make sure that like he is taken care of. Um, but then remembering that I'm not God. I can't change someone's heart. I can't change someone's actions, and I ultimately cannot take care of someone. Um, like that's that's the Lord's job, um, and so I think giving over the protection of Him. Like that was the hardest part, like even harder than wanting to be a wife and a mom um, because I just love people so deeply um, and care for them. Truly, if I meet someone on the side of the road and they start telling me their life story, I probably to start crying <laughs> um, just because I truly care. And I think that's why it's also so easy to continue to do what I do because I love people so much. And so um, it's easy for me to get to still celebrate people when they're having babies and when they're getting married. Um, but giving that all up truly was the hardest decision I've ever made in my life. And I truly hope that it is the only hard decision to that level that I get to make. Um, but I think knowing that and seeing that I was able to truly be like, okay, Lord, like, you know, this is not what I want because you know me and you know, every thought and you know how well, um, I want to love him. And to have to give that up, like, I, I, I'm humbly proud of myself because that was hard. But I think it shows, like, you know what? Like, my relationship with the Lord is the most important thing in my life. And if my life and making that decision points people to Jesus, then that's all that matters. And I don't have to get married and I don't have to have babies because as long as, yeah, it points to Jesus, then okay.
0: Your parents, they got married young. Yes. And then they're no longer together. Correct. Yes. So I'm wondering, like, did that play a role at all in, like, your thought process?
1: I think so. Um, just because I have seen, yeah, my parents get divorced. Um, and that's just something that I have always been very firm on. I don't want that. Um, again, marriage is a gift. And I think that its sole purpose is to point Jesus people to Jesus. And so... Um, I want to be married once and when things came up it was like okay like as much as we say that we are fully committed to each other and that this is the only option and like there is no other option once we say I do um even recognizing but like but is this what I want my kids to grow up in and thinking about not myself and thinking about other people um I think I had to make that decision of okay yeah there's a lot of factors and right now it's not pointing to the kind of marriage that I want and so um, my grandparents have been the ones that have been married the longest and so um, not to say that they haven't had difficulties they have walked through a lot as well but just knowing that like they've stuck it out and like they're still married I'm like okay that's what I want I want to be in my 70s and have my husband and know that like okay this this was the right marriage that it was worth the wait
0: so you said that you were proud of yourself for making the decision Yeah. ultimately what are some things that you learned about yourself through
1: the last year what have I learned um <laughs> first of all I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was <laughs> um I do work out regularly and I think that helps me mentally. Um, but yeah, not to brag that I've like pressed 295, and I'm very proud of that. that so much. Oh my gosh. I haven't tried in a while, but I'm very proud of that.
0: But okay, yes. so you're stronger yes. than you realized. Yeah. Besides this relationship, you also had some like health struggles.
1: Yes. So um,
0: did you learn anything through that even?
1: Unfortunately, um, they were trauma induced, which, um, yeah, it was kind of hard to figure out why I was going to the gym and I was passing out when I was reaching a certain point. Um, and I do push myself. I think I pushed myself, yes, in the gym, but also in life. And so it was kind of questionable, like, am I pushing myself too hard? Um, but yeah, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and so I have to make sure I drink a lot of water, um, and keep salt in my body. It's very strange. Um, but yeah, it's just another thing that was kind of unexpected. Of okay, here I am going to the gym, trying to help myself out here and getting myself out of the house and taking care of my body and why does it feel like I'm being punished every time I go to the gym um, and having to go through all these tests and wear a heart monitor for two months? Like it was just crazy things. Um, but now I'm on medicine and it's helping and I haven't passed out in a few that's months. Great. So we're doing good. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Good. I'm assuming that
0: working out is a way that you like do self care. Yeah are there some other ways that you found have helped you in just like taking a break and like getting out of the house and what's been good for your mental health?
1: I think walks have been my favorite which I loved walks before but I think I really loved walks when I needed it um but yeah sometimes I'll go walk on the college campus or I'll walk around my neighborhood um I very rarely actually walk with a friend like a lot of times I just walk by myself but I think that's what helps because I'm able to think through things. Um, but yeah, I go to the gym a lot um, and walk and try to make sure that even like before bed that like I'm not just like, okay, up on my phone and watching TV and then going straight to bed because then I feel like my brain is all crazy and I can't even think I feel about. I like
0: you're trying to tell me something. <laughs> like, Alex, maybe you should not do that. So, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but it does help, which is crazy. But also... I say play editing photos, and so it doesn't always
0: happen. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, I get that.
0: What would you tell your past self,
1: if anything? Do you have to refer to your notes? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I would tell my past self to truly wait on the Lord. Um, I have been reminded over and over again that... What comes from the Lord is not going to come in confusion. Like it's going to come with clarity. And even thinking about the decision to go full time in my business, like that was a clear answer. There was no confusion there. At the times that I was wrong, there was confusion because that was not the right time. And so I think even with dating, like sometimes I'm like, okay, wait, what is happening? And I'm like, okay, wait, but if this, this is confusing, then this is not it. Um, and I think even times, yeah, in my past relationship, things felt very confusing. And sometimes I hate to admit that they felt confusing right off the bat. And I did not listen to that. And so, um, I think just telling myself early on, like, hey, like, if something does not feel clear and clearly of the Lord, then it's not what is supposed to be. Um, but then again, and I, I know I've learned a lot from that and I've learned to trust the Lord in a lot of things and so worked out. <laughs> so you grew up Christian. Yes. So you had a really strong faith before
0: this last year for <laughs> two years or whatever. Um but would you say that your relationship with
1: the Lord is stronger now? Yeah. If you asked me that last year, I I don't really know what answer I would have given you. Um just because it felt all so confusing, and I think that year twenty twenty one I completely spent trying no twenty twenty two excuse me i this have, whole year this yeah. whole year, <laughs> which has felt like a blur because I don't even know what year it is, um, I think it's all felt like just this day to day of me trying to understand, okay, like Lord, like I don't get it, I don't know why you chose me. <laughs> Um, I don't want to be your strongest warrior. Yes, please, not me. I'm not Mulan, nothing. (laughs) Um, And even just simple, like, simple as, like, okay, but why is this my story? Like, you know how much I want it to be a different way. Like, you know the desires of my heart. Like, you know my job. Like, I would love to be able to connect with my brides and grooms and, like, be like, well, this is what I'm walking through in marriage. Like, why are you not giving me that? And yes, the whole. The day-to-day of this whole year truly has pushed me day by day... Um, to grow closer with the Lord because, yeah, I don't know what tomorrow looks like. And I've had people tell me that, you don't know who's going to walk into your life tomorrow. Like, everything can change. I'm like, glad you believe that. Um, i like, don't <laughs> worry, April.
0: At the end of this episode, we will just put your Instagram handle out there and people
1: can slide into the DMs. The only criteria is that you have to be able to pronounce my name right. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, I think I have grown closer the closest I ever have with the Lord this year. And like, yes, things of my parents getting divorced um, when I was young and feeling like I have to be a parent to my brother or even just trials that now very much seem minuscule to what I've walked through, but they were huge. And those things, yes, strengthened my faith. But like looking back, um, I think our church had said that this was going to be a year of great faith. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> like it truly has been. I'm glad you saw that before I did um, because I feel like that's that's what I've had to learn and that's what I've had to grasp. And I'm like, hey, if i got Jesus on my side, it's all right. right. <laughs> it will be all right for yes. sure. What
0: would you say to, like we talked about what you would tell your past self, but if somebody mm-hmm. is in a relationship that's not healthy or having to make a hard decision in general, um, that's different than, what they truly, truly want in their heart, what would you say to them? Like, what's some advice?
1: Um, I think I would tell someone that the gospel is big enough, good enough, and powerful enough to make every moment of every season significant and glorious. And so if you are in a place that you know that you're not supposed to be and it feels insignificant because of how it looks... Um, it's okay to remove yourself from that because the Lord is going to redeem everything. And I had someone tell me and like, of course, everyone sends me all the things in the last year. And, but I truly appreciate that because there's about 5 million screenshots on my phone right now. Um, but I just remember people telling me like, the Lord's going to redeem the situation and like, it's going to be okay. And I'm like, but how? Like, I know the Lord is good, and I know the Lord is big, but, like, I do not see how this is going to be redeemed at all, but just reading, like, I have that saved in my phone, that, like, the gospel is big enough to make it all, it's all going to be worth it, and so I think, yeah, if you're in a place of, like, if you're not supposed to be, and you know that in your heart, because the whole situation feels confusing, it doesn't feel clear, it's not what you, not what you want for yourself, for your future, then, like, yes, yes, finding that community of people who are going to be there for you and listening to you of, like, I think this is this is not okay and knowing that, like, they're going to pray for you and they're going to have your back. Um, and because of their faith and because of your faith, like, the situation will be redeemed. Yeah.
0: So good. Who was the most influential
1: person in your life besides Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> that was my answer. No. <laughs> Um, I think my grandmother, my mom's mom, um, and I think a lot of influential people like that will change over time in your life, um, but I think especially in the last year and a half, my grandmother truly has had so much influence on me, and she's cared for me so well, um most people ask me all the time, how did you get into photography? And it was a kind of a random thing that I asked for a camera for my 21st birthday. And like, it kind of blossomed from there. But my grandmother um, photographed weddings on the side. And so she shot weddings all in film, she would tell me that she has two film cameras. And so she could shoot them on two different rolls of film in case something happened to the other. Um, But she's the first person that I love to run and show my film scans too um but also just in general like she has driven me to Atlanta in the last year when I needed to go do something or has driven up to Birmingham and gone to different things with me um and has invited me over and taken me to dinner and so she, it was hard to tell her, I think at first. And I think even my mom is the one who had told her about the decision that I made. Um, because it was hard because I care about her and I love her so much. And so, um, it's, it's sweet living so close to her and my grandfather. <laughs> it's probably what is keeping me in the city. <laughs> yeah. Um, just because I love having access to them. Um, but yeah,
0: Sounds like such a sweet relationship. And was her response or, like, reaction, like, shocking to you at all? Or, like, like what was her
1: reaction like? I remember because, yeah, my mom is the one who told her. And I remember my mom telling me that, hey, girl, said, like, she loves you and we fully support you. Um, and even in weeks later when it was like, okay, wait, was I supposed to like wait and figure this out? Just all the second guessing that I had. Um, and I remember her telling me, whatever decision you make, we will stand by you. Um, whatever that looks like, but also know that we love you. Um, and so I knew that if I was going to make the wrong decision, they'd probably tell me. Um, but I knew that whatever decision I made, though they were going to be on my side they were going to love who I love um because yeah they they're just great people oh my
0: god I need to meet them we all need to meet them all okay, the
1: listeners dinner tomorrow we'll, we
0: will do an interview with
1: your grandfather. oh my gosh maybe not my grandfather he's a hoot <laughs>
0: Oh, that would get our ratings up,
1: though. <laughs> <laughs> also, what about the most southern phrase I just said? That <laughs> that's a hoot.
0: Oh, yes. Well, everyone knows we live in the south, so it's
1: fine. <sighs> um,
0: so, last question. Okay. This has been so good. Aww. Just sitting with you and talking. Um, What are you most looking forward to in 2023? Oh my
1: gosh. I don't even know if you know this, but I'm going to Italy by myself. (laughs) We had talked about this and you're like,
0: oh my gosh, I so want to go. I can't remember what we talked
1: about. I'm so excited. So I'm going to Lake Como in the spring
0: so pretty is it for a wedding or just
1: it's for a photography workshop um there is a photographer that I absolutely admire she shoots film which is why I love her um and yeah she's hosting a workshop in Lake Como and I was like okay I think I'm gonna go (laughs) which to my family they I like I went for the whole month of Christmas when I was in high school and stayed overseas which of course I was with people but like I went by myself and so they're very used to me just being like all right this is where I'm going and so I don't think it's a shock um but I'm I'm so excited
0: oh I'm so excited for you (laughs) and I think this will be such like a good refreshing experience and you get to do what you love doing and you just so deserve this after (laughs) this whole time of craziness (laughs) 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 also will say and this might not make the podcast but this might just be between me and you um yes not getting married was sad but you can just get up and go
1: okay but for real I truly have thought about this and this can't go on the podcast about how yes I unexpectedly am single again and how people tell you like your singleness is a gift um and so I think that's something that I've like thought through of like okay like I literally answer to no one (laughs) anymore. Um, And so I can't. I can up and go. Like one day I up and drove three hours to go spend the night with one of my friends and part of me was like I feel retired because I am my own boss and I'm just going wherever but also like how awesome is it that like I was gifted this again and that I can travel out the country by myself yeah and go wherever um
0: and that's not to say that if you were married you couldn't correct or like, that you'd have a ball and chain and you yes. have to answer to somebody <laughs> but it's a lot easier it is to do when yeah. you're single yes so I just love that. Yeah, me too. (laughs) So excited. We have to talk more about this. And yeah, I'm just excited to see everything. And I know probably you'll put it all on your Instagram. And I will be there every single day. Like, what's happening? (laughs) Day to day. (laughs) Okay. Well, April, thank you so much for sharing your story with all of us. I know it's kind of difficult at times, but there is just so much glory in your story. And I hope you know that um for our listeners who want to follow along with you how can they do so
1: <laughs> you can follow me on instagram um i think you can look it up on facebook as well it is at april Winnery photo so april spelled like the month winery w-h-i-n-e-r-y p-h-o-t-o
0: yay yeah. okay and i'll also include links to her socials um down in the show notes and her website so you can check it out But that's a wrap for this episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sounds Familiar. If you enjoyed this show and found some value in it, it would mean so much to me if you would leave a written review and a glowing rating wherever you're listening. We all know how this internet stuff works, so that would really help other people like you find this show. If you want to stay up to date on all things familiar, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at soundsfamiliar.pod. Talk to you next time. Have a great week.